what's up guys welcome to another episode of the watchers my name's tyler and i'm clay we are the watchers this is a podcast where we break down marvel films and shows sorry and give out our thoughts opinions and even answer a couple of your guys's questions but per mm-hmm. the usual tell me gonzo how was your day uh it's a great day you know why it's a great day clay why is it a great day because it's friday friday Wanna get down on Friday? Hey man, that sounds really good. We might get copyrighted. <laughs> it is uh, Friday. What can I say? It is exciting. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a very exciting day for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah. How about yourself? Had good a good day? day. Yeah, had a great day. Um, actually got off work a little bit early, which was ideal. So nice. um, I didn't end up having to work in the peak heat. Really. That is a great day. So yeah, no, I'm uh, it's been a good day. And I've been looking forward to this because I love Fridays where I get to sit here and chat with you mm-hmm. and uh, talk about some of my favorite movies to ever exist. Sorry. Uh, well, well, today, guys, yeah, what um, are we, covering? we are doing another movie breakdown. Whoop. It is Thor Ragnarok, Bye. third movie out of the Thor series. Mm-hmm. Um, 75% completed. 75% completed. Uh, not excited for the next one, but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, we got to watch it. So, um, but I was really excited to watch this one. One of the better Thor films for sure. Um, I could start. Would you like me to start with opening thoughts? Um, I actually have some stuff I wanted to bring up before we do. Go that. for it, brother. Go for thoughts. it. Of course. Uh, so per the usual, I like to do the budget and gross and do, uh, yep. uh, actually, went back and I got some uh, fun facts for you guys so we're back to that uh, so first thing budget 180 million so it's a little bit more than uh, what the average has been by like you know mm-hmm. casual 20 30 million um, which makes sense I mean this is kind of deeper into the phases and there's a lot going on in this movie so it makes sense uh, gross profit we're looking at 855 million not a bad turnaround that's a great turnaround yeah um, and we had some, uh, pretty fun facts, uh, that I found online that I would love to, uh, share with everybody. So the first one being the shake weight that we see Scourge using in the beginning of the movie, uh, actually belonged to, uh, Taika Watiti, I believe is how you say his name. Yeah, I think that's uh, how you say it. And like he's showing off to the girls of all of his things and one of them yeah. being shake weight that actually belonged to him. So that oh, was that's funny. Fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Taika claims that 80% of this movie was improvised. Which, wow. which does include the get help, get help scene, which I feel like most everybody is aware of that scene being improvised. Yeah. That's a massive majority of this movie being improvised. Which so, is crazy, yeah. yeah. Imagine this movie in the making now. Yeah, well, I mean... With, with the writer's strike going on. There's actually another strike going on, too. But yeah, we get there to is. That. We'll um, get to that. I, it's also... I feel like the reason that Thor Love and Thunder, they filmed it the way that they did, was because of how successful this movie was with it being so improvised. And they're like, it was so successful, let's do it again. But I think they just had a little bit too much fun on the Thor Love and Thunder set. Yeah. Trying to improvise and have fun, and it definitely was not executed the same way. Yeah. Um, this one... It, like, it, this one has good comedy in it, but I think Thor Love and Thunder maybe a little too much. Interesting. Yeah. Um, next thing we have is that there were over 2,500 costumes made for this movie. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, we'll break it down. But, I mean, like the, the Hulk parade, 
all of those were yeah. costumes that were made. Loki, we talked about when we watched it last night. He had like three or four suits. Yeah. Thor had a couple. Thor had a couple. Um, Valkyrie Asgard. had a couple. Asgardians. Asgard civilian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, That's wild. And then the the famous line, yes, yep. he's a friend from work, was actually a line that was thought of by a child that was a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation who was on set that day. Um, so, I mean, I just want to throw that in there because it, it, that's a really cool fact. I, I feel like most people are also aware of that one. Um, yeah. But I love that. I mean, it was really cool that they ended up using it. And uh, I'm sure hopefully that kid was around for the premiere of that movie or he got a special screening for it where he was able to see, like, the thing that he thought of on the big screen, you know, especially yeah. with as big of a project as something that Disney or Marvel, and specifically, I wouldn't even say arguably, it is the best Thor movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, so mm -hmm. I'm sure that that was really cool. I I was going to, I don't know if this is screwed up to ask, but I was like, I wonder if um, the kid's still I, alive I, and I'm, kicking today. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I imagine not. A lot of the Make-A-Wish Foundation kids, uh, yeah. they, it's usually like a terminal thing where they got like six months or something along those lines, a year, mm -hmm. or 18 months. That's so. true, Make-A-Wish, yeah. Uh, and this movie is, I don't even want to say older because that makes me seem old, but it is not brand new. I mean, it's, I think, what, 2018, 2016? Uh, 2017 is when it Of course, the one year I didn't. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's been five years. Oh, my God, six years. That's insane. Yeah, that's wild. God, I wasn't even... That was like six 20. years ago? That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Dude. <laughs> oh, my right? God. Are you doing bad math? No. No, that's right. good math. Yeah, that's good math. That checks mm -hmm. out. Just about. Like, probably, like, five and a half, because this came out in November. November, right? Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, round Gonzo, it up. tell me your opening thoughts. <clears throat> um, yeah, like you said, this is one of the better Thor movies. I do really enjoy this movie and I kind of give, I don't know. I, I know I harp on like a lot of, I don't like Marvel movies doing too much comedy. Mm -hmm. And this one does. I think every scene that we watched has some joke or whatever in it. Um, and when I watched it the first time, I think I liked it, but now because of all the other movies, I'm kind of getting, I'm already tired of, comedy like too much comedy so it's kind of getting annoying but i don't know i kind of give this one i don't know if i want to see an exception because it is good like the the story's good in a way um but yeah hella is amazing in this film uh thor's great all the characters really do a good job of just portraying who they are in that time um yeah uh i think it was a solid film so and good the marvel intro that we all have grown very fondly of and love um it actually segues like very perfectly into the opening scene of the movie with thor in the cage being like mm -hmm. chained up um and during this scene thor is talking to a skeleton and he's talking about new york and he's how after new york he went across the cosmos and was looking for shiny rocks or yeah. infinity stones. Uh, and he didn't find any, but he uh, he's just talking here. And then we end up meeting Surtur, which, uh, once again, I've said this a lot from this whole Thor uh, series. We actually get to see Surtur in the God of War Ragnarok movie. Or, sorry, yeah. God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I have a quick question game. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I'm well, just not. Yeah, kind of a question, but like, I think in Thor, yeah, Thor: Dark World at the, I think it's uh, one of the end credit scenes. Um, I forgot their names, but Thor and his friends go to the collector and give the Infinity Stone mm -hmm. to the collector. Mm -hmm. Do they? And they, he also even has the Tesseract, so they don't even know. I thought they knew the um, reality stone was an infinity stone, no? Well, I don't, think, they just... I don't think that they know that the ether was an infinity stone, if, mm. that's what if that's what you're asking. I'm not sure about the Tesseract either, because in Endgame, the beginning of Endgame, or Infinity War, sorry, they see it happen, and there's not a real reaction to when Thanos crushes it and puts the stone into his gauntlet. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they knew about the Tesseract, and like they're just keeping it in the housing of the cube. But I... Mm. Don't. Oh wait, no, he he did know. He did know. Um, oh yeah, they did know that the ether was Infinity Stone because they said it's probably not smart to keep two Infinity Stones so close together. Yeah, yeah, and well, actually, you know what? Thor did know because in Age of Ultron, um, last I don't even know last scene, whatever the the uh, Soul Stone's safe with Vision. As, yeah, as long as Vision is good, the Soul Stone's safe here, safe with him yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess he did know. Um, so I don't know what that was about. I guess yeah. he's just he's just babbling <laughs> to it a skeleton, so it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. um, and then so a little bit of backstory behind Sir Turian of finding out that he f really fully cannot die until the prophecy his pro prophecy is fulfilled and is creates Ragnarok and destroys mm -hmm. Asgard. Um, and then as they're having this the conversation, Sir Tur also informs Thor that Odin isn't on Asgard. Which uh, is obviously pretty curious, being the king of Asgard. Weird yeah. that he wouldn't be there. Uh, well, he's not the king yet. Odin is the king of Asgard. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you, I thought you said Thor is the king. No, sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, it is on you. Um, <laughs> so, and then they, uh, Thor was like, so all I have to do is kill you, and then Ragnarok is good. And Searcher then tells him Ragnarok has already started, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this whole fight scene, which actually is very well done. I, mm -hmm. I loved it. Uh, some of the moves that Thor uses in this like battle sequence, I wish he used more in more. other films. Yeah. Um, but he ends up uh, fast forwarding through the fight. He ends up uh, knocking off the crown off Surtur, and mm -hmm. then he kind of chains it to his back, and he's like, "All right, Heimdall, I know it's been a while, but I could use a quick getaway." And yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't get anything. Um, and that's, yeah. And that, and then we, uh, we end up meeting the new guard scourge. Um, and he is the new protector of the Bifrost and he's got two girls at the Bifrost and he's trying to like impress them. And he says, yeah. and ladies, here is my stuff stuff. And yeah. it's just like a bunch of random stuff from all the different realms. Um, he's got what he calls Des and Troy when they put him together they destroy, and it's two mm -hmm. very vanilla M16s. He's also got a shake weight, which is what we mentioned earlier. Um, but then it cuts back to Thor trying to get If away. you guys don't know, he's a... Yeah, oh, sorry. He, he Scourge is a... He, he's also um, Butcher and the Boys, if you guys watch that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's kind of all over the place. He I didn't realize his discography was so big until recently. Yeah. He's, he's kind of, Carl yeah. Urban is in a lot of stuff, but I he looks very different when he was a lot younger. It seems like he's really mm -hmm. grown into himself mm -hmm. in the later years. Um, mm -hmm. But 
we end up seeing Thor trying to get away from everything, and there was this big dragon that was in a, in like the dungeon with Surtur, and we had this discussion uh, for the last Thor movie with the whole Mjolnir can be deflected. Um, yeah. But we've also had the discussion from the first one where like it, there has to be like meaning behind what yeah. is happening with the yeah. hammer. So like when Odin threw the hammer onto Earth, it wasn't to kill Earth; it was to put it on Earth. Or when yeah. Thor put the hammer on Loki, it wasn't to kill Loki, but he just couldn't get up. Mm -hmm. uh, and we see here, Thor puts the hammer, Milnir, into the dragon's mouth, and the dragon just plops like a piece of paper. Just, Stay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he looks at him, he's like, stay. Stay. Uh, super funny. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then the girls kind of look over at, like, the main beacon of the Bifrost, where you put the sword in, and it's, like, glowing, sort of, like, flashing. Yeah. And the girls are like, uh, Scourge, is that important? And so Scourge ends up throwing the sword in, twisting it, and uh, activating the Bifrost to get Thor out of there. And in the process, it ends up decapitating yeah. the, 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 the dragon. <laughs> the dragon's head, and yeah. it comes with him, and it spews guts all over the place, and the ladies end up running out. Um, and Thor gets there, and he's like, where's Heimdall? And uh, Scourge ends up informing Thor that Heimdall is a fugitive of the state, um, and that he's gone. And mm -hmm. then he kind of made a remark that was like, it's really hard to arrest a guy that can see everything, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, Heimdall is definitely not an easy catch. You know what I mean? No, not at all. Um, and then Thor immediately kind of knows. He has a hunch. So he's like, well, what the hell's going on? I know that yeah. Odin is not on Asgard. I know that Heimdall has now been, uh, he's now a fugitive. Like, these are mm -hmm. two very important people for Asgard. What the hell is going on? Yeah. So yeah. he just like, he's like, all right. So he flies to like the main part of asgard like near the throne area that we referenced before and he sees this huge statue of loki and it's him in his full like co <clears throat> combat attire i guess we could call yeah. it with the horns and all of that and then he kind of walks past that and gets to like this theater area where he sees a play which now you see on screen um Funny enough, uh, we've talked about this previously, but uh, Matt Damon tried to be Thor, and uh, that's actually Chris Hemsworth's brother playing Thor, which he also yeah, tried to become yeah. Thor. So it's cool they kind of got to play them in their own right. But um, yeah, he ends up seeing this play being used for uh, depicting Loki's death, and Odin is sitting there eating grapes, like mouthing the words, and he yeah. loves it. Um, and oh, uh, kind of. Thor kind of uh, lets Odin know that the Nine Realms are going crazy. And they're in chaos. Yeah, and Odin immediately stands up when he sees Thor, and he's like, oh, shit. And then he was like, oh, my my son is home from restoring peace in the Nine Realms. And then Thor immediately tells Odin that the Nine Realms are in absolute chaos and that mm -hmm. he's there's so much going on. And they end up having this whole conversation, but Thor ends up throwing Mjolnir out and then puts his, which we've referenced in the previous podcast, yeah. but then he puts his hand behind Odin's head yeah. and says that not, he that Odin knows that nothing will stop Mjolnir from coming to his hand. Yeah. And then he starts summoning Mjolnir back to him, and then Odin kind of, Odin kind of jumps away. And, I yield. Yeah, he, I yield, and then he jumps away, and then he's immediately transformed back into Loki, which is who the king has been this whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because everybody, like even the guards and, and everything, were like about to fight Thor. Yeah. And everybody was like all worried. Mm -hmm. And then worry once he transforms, him. they're like, 
Bruh. Again? Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Um, and they end up having a conversation about, like, you know, what have you done with Father and this and that and the other. So they end up traveling to Earth, which is where apparently Loki left him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they appear there, and <laughs> this little group of fanboys, or fangirls, I should say. Fangirls, yeah. Like, uh, oh my god, is that is that really him? Like, oh my god, can we have a picture? And so they end up, Thor ends up taking a picture with these people while having this discussion with Loki about where Odin is. And as they're having this conversation, a Doctor Strange, like a, uh, God, why can't I think of the name of it? Uh, like a sling ring circle? Sling ring circle, yeah. Whatever, uh appears beneath uh loki and he drops through the floor mm. and then we notice like almost like a little business card is yeah. where loki once was so he picks it uh thor picks it up and it says 177a bleaker street which mm-hmm. we all know what that is at this point that is new york sanctum for dr strange dr strange's crib yeah his yeah, pad whatever his pad um and then so obviously thor ends up going there and meeting dr strange and one thing I wanted to point out here is that we actually get to see Doctor Strange's yellow gloves yeah. uh, for the first time. And I felt like a lot of people loved it, loved the look, and then he ends up not having them for a long time. Until, yeah, I your, believe, Multiverse the, of Madness. That's the only time he's had them. No, he, he had didn't them in Multiverse have him of Madness. He had the yellow gloves in Multiverse of Madness? If I'm not mistaken. No, he, he didn't wear gloves. We may need to fact check that. I thought he did. Yeah, he, yeah, but no, I'm pretty sure this is the only... I, th- I think this is the only time we see him. What's your thoughts on him? I love him. I, I think they look great. I don't... I'm not a fan. Mm. I don't think it's a good look. I'd like him with his hands and then... Because you remember he has a little band right here that holds his uniform? Yeah. And he's got the sling ring and everything. Like, we visually... Oh, okay. Well, I like you it. know, we'll fact check it. Yeah, we'll fact check it. Yeah. Um... And then Doctor Strange ends up expressing a little bit of news to Thor, and he says that he keeps a list of bad people from entering Earth, um, and that Loki is on that list. <laughs> and then you brought up a great point. Why do you fill in the listeners? Uh, Thanos isn't <laughs> on that list. Yeah, it took because it took Bruce Banner inter- or the Hulk flying through the roof and then warning them about Thanos versus. And he says snowing. who? Yeah. Like, you don't have Thanos. The I don't know. Titan? Just, I mean, he's pretty well known throughout the entire universe. I yeah. feel like Doctor Strange should know who that is. I agree. And at this point, yeah. I'm sure he is already wiping out half of populations of different planets. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm sure that he should be on this list. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But they really have, screwed up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they have been having this conversation about like. Thor is just expressing, like, we're just looking for Odin. We're not here to cause any trouble. It is Loki's fault that Odin is missing, so I took him with me, and we're just looking for him. And Strange was like, Mm -hmm. oh, so if I tell you where Odin is, you guys will leave? And he was like, promptly. So he ends up telling him that he's in Norway, which uh, we end up seeing in uh, Mm -hmm. Endgame. Um, You know, new Asgard. New Asgard, yep. Which is incredible. Also where the Tesseract was originally found in the first Captain America, which is kind of cool. Mm, yeah. Um, but uh, they end up, or Doctor Strange ended up doing like the portal, I guess we should call it, the sling ring circle, the, <laughs> the yeah. portal, uh, to where Odin is. And then uh, Doctor Strange also grabs Loki 
And Loki kind of confronts Doctor Strange and was like, you think your magic is anything worth or something along those lines? And he like pulls out his daggers and he goes to attack him and Doctor Strange just kind of goes, nope. And then yeah. sends the portal through them. What, um, what I also wish we would have saw, it would have been kind of funny, because um, Thor like disguised Mjolnir as like an umbrella. Mm-hmm. And um, it would have been funny if like Doctor Strange tried to like hand him his umbrella or something and he like couldn't pick it up, you know? But it was funny when he was like, oh, he's like, uh, don't you need your umbrella? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he does this. And he just here shatters, just destroying (laughs) the sanctum. He's like, sorry. He's like, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And then they end up meeting Odin in Norway. And one of the big things I wanted to touch on here was that uh, I truly think that the CGI could have been a lot better. It fully looked like a, a full green screen. Yeah. Um, it yeah. did look good. Obviously, I'm harping on silly things I don't even here, think it but... was even a green screen. I think it was just like a... a backdrop? Just a <laughs> backdrop, yeah. It definitely it didn't look as good as... And, no. And I also think that the quality of this movie is super great. Like, the, the what yeah. we see in this film is so good. So that, mm-hmm. that one scene stands out so much. Mm-hmm. And Asgard looks really good in this movie, too. Asgard looks great. The fight, yeah. the fight scene that we'll bring up later looks great. Sakaar in general looks great. The, yeah. the ships look... Yeah. Everything looks great. So seeing that in this film is definitely like the, the eyesore of the film. It just looked like blurry. Yeah. It looked, I don't it know. Looked, it looked very 2D. Yeah, um, yeah. But they end up talking, and Odin pretty much lets the... The brothers know, obviously Thor and Loki, uh, that he's dying and that Frigga is waiting for him. And he then fills him in, fills them in on Hela, the goddess of death, mm-hmm. and tells them of that um, he was using his power to keep her away, but now that his life is coming to an end, she will be coming. And he then lets them know that Hela's power draws from asgard and once that she is in asgard her powers will be limitless mm-hmm. uh which is pretty scary yeah i also wanted to point out or just like question like so Frigga knew obviously of hella as well Had to i want to know like what how she was during that time how Frigga was during like when they were like yeah because odin was pillaging. i mean that's yeah e- evil odin if you would say and hella was she doing like evil shit too? Yeah, that's, a, that's a very good question. I mean, she is a to think about. magician, or you know, yeah, she's also yeah. fan of the mystic arts, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't put it past her. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't really know too much about. I mean, in in real mythology, Odin had a lot of women, and he was yeah, that's what I was evil. So like, I love that they did this for this film. But there isn't, from what I understand, there isn't too much backstory on Frigga. Do you know, oh, okay, uh, do you, oh, okay, so you don't know if Frigga had Hela? Correct. From them? I, I'm okay. not, I mean, I, I'm not totally sure. I would imagine so, at least in MCU, I would imagine so, because he does say yeah. the firstborn, uh, and, like, you were your sister. So, yeah. I would imagine so. I It, it seems like the Odin in MCU is a very faithful man, mm-hmm. <laughs> a very loyal man. Yeah, but I mean, they kind of had to. Odin then fades away, uh, very similar to the way that Frigga did when uh, she passed in the second Thor. And it, I mean, it's it's beautiful in its own way, mm-hmm. and he kind of falls off the cliffs of Norway and kind of goes up, up into Valhalla. And it does look beautiful. Once again, I'm just harping on it looked very 2D. 
yeah. uh, very platonic and but I mean it was beautiful it was it was, it was a nice kind of peaceful way for him to leave you know mm-hmm. and then he does he does look at look out upon the sea and he says remember this place home yeah and it, it is beautiful i will give it is that. nice yeah um, but once he's gone she just appears just pulls up and not ideal but mm. thor and loki then uh walk toward her and we get to see one of the coolest transitions which you'll see it now on screen just beautiful and one thing that uh you don't really see it too much in this gif but i saw a slow-mo version of it and we uh one thing that was pretty cool is that obviously thor being the god of lightning when he slams down his umbrella and changes the grass beneath him is all burned and singed yeah and that was just like a really cool small detail that Marvel threw mm-hmm. in that they probably didn't need to do, but they're you know just being really true to the story. And that lightning is so sick. Everything about that, I mean, and you even get to see Loki sort of change, but Thor's is so much more dramatic that yeah. it takes away from Loki's, like without. A yeah, it does. It really does. But incredible. Oh, by story. the way, I did really like uh, Loki's uh, suit. He's always dripped out. He is fitted in every scene of this film. Every Fitted. scene of everything he's in, uh, show all the movies every single time, bro. Yeah, he's, he's that's a style he's a I want, man. yeah. Um, and Hella shows up and she pretty much is like, What's up? I'm the goddess of death, mm-hmm. Neil. And like, I'm pretty sure Loki says, Excuse me, yeah, and Thor is like. Uh, like something along the lines of like I don't think so, and he throws Milnir at her. We get to see this, mm-hmm. and I'm curious about this. She grabs the hammer, so I'm curious if it's like because we obviously know that Loki is not obviously not worthy to hold the hammer. To yeah, but is that because he's adopted, and that because he's not a real Odin son, and she is, and so is it? all of the odin sons are like good to pick it up do you know what i mean I is that know. why she's able to catch it or is her power just so big already like so pow- is she so powerful that mjolnir is merely a pebble to her you know does that make sense i'm trying to think because that's not a reflection. terribly terribly wrong but when we're looking at the uh What's the thing on the ceiling when they're looking at um, mural? When she's sh- mural, I'm pretty sure she's holding Mjolnir. Okay. She had Mjolnir at one point. Okay. Well, we'll so actually maybe... get to see that in just a moment, so we can uh, oh, okay. look back at the screen. But I'm just trying it. to like, so I think that's why why she was allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, so Mjolnir was hers before Thor's then. Yeah. So Odin. That's crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. Odin and like disbanner powers from Mjolnir. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, uh, he obviously pivoted and was like, hey, this is now bad. I yeah. should probably relinquish one of the most powerful objects in all of MCU to make sure the most powerful villain can't yeah. use it. And granted, she didn't even use it. And no. she she ends up destroying it, like you see on the screen. Mm-hmm. And um, Thor is like, that's not possible. And as it breaks, she goes, oh, you have no idea what's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, she is tough, dude. I yeah, fucking she's great. love Hela in this no, movie. No, Hela's amazing. And Hela's amazing. 
The look. Her look, too. Her look, the way mm-hmm. that she speaks. She's mm-hmm. very aggressive and... I don't... I Oh, dude, she's fucking awesome. I Also, I what I really like... Yeah, also what I really liked is... Uh, during this scene, you can... In her costume, there's, like, rips mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's because she's... Uh, we'll go... We'll see... We'll talk about it more in the... When we're doing the breakdown, but she grows stronger when she's on Asgard. So once she gets on Asgard, like her whole suit like adapts mm-hmm. and you can see her getting like stronger and it comes like more green and mm-hmm. the outlines into uh, and stuff is so cool to that see. It's great. Yeah. Um, and obviously after seeing that rightfully so Loki's like, shit, we got to go. Yeah. So he asked to be brought back by the Bryfrost, but asked to be brought back by the by frost oh my god that is so hard there are so many bees there wow there was there was um and immediately brought back by the by frost oh my god no that's right right that's tough why do you guys uh try to do it here in the comments let me know how you guys did um immediately though thor is like no because they obviously just found out that if she gets to asgard her power is uh unmeasurable but it's obviously too late scourge is Mm -hmm. uh already beaming it down so they're all going through the bifrost and thor looks down and sees hella behind loki and he kind of screams at loki and hella just kind of like eh (laughs) just kind of smacks him off and then he falls off the bifrost into the cosmos Mm -hmm. and then thor and hella kind of have a fight they're kind of going toe to toe but she definitely gets the better hand so thor kind of does this like sort of backflip off of her body to get away from her but yeah. in the process, he falls out of the Bifrost as well. Um, and then he falls through the cosmos. And then she gets pulled up. She just pulls up to uh, Asgard by herself, which mm-hmm. is terrifying because she just fought and not really defeated, but fought and won the first round of the fight. Yeah. With and she thought she killed strongest. him too. Yeah. The two yeah. strongest people to defend Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, I said that uh, Scourge who actually brought him back. We actually... When she comes to the comes through the Bifrost, we end up seeing that it was actually Volstag, that the one was activated the Bifrost, yeah. and she just pulls up and just starts throwing swords at people because mm-hmm. that's like her power. She's able to like make swords and spears yeah. and axes well, and just weapons out of thin air. Yeah, Volstag's like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah, and then she immediately kills him just after she throws like three daggers or whatever she throws at him. She's yeah. like, "I'm Hella." Yeah slaughters everyone in the room to where the only two people left a part of the Sif and the Warriors 3 is Sif mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Hol- no, Sif's not in that team I said the only two people alive oh, from oh, Sif and the Warriors 3 is mm-hmm. Sif and uh, I, it's his name starts with an H he ends up dying yeah. in the later scene uh, Hol- Holbrook I don't know I don't know I mm-hmm. think I'm thinking of Holbrook which is not him but she ends up walking towards Scourge, who has been demoted and is mopping up the mess from the dragon from the earlier Oof. scene, and just says, like, whoa, I'm a janitor. And yeah. um, she's like, well, do you want to be promoted? And so she ends up, he ends up tagging along, and then it pans back to Thor, and he's falling through a wormhole in the sky and falls onto a very large pile of garbage onto a new planet. And then right after that is attacked by several people i don't know i guess i mean they spoke english they were um, sort of humans they wore a lot of masks that made them look weird yeah 
Um, and they start kind of attacking him. They shoot him with like an electrifying net gun, which mm-hmm. we find out being the god of thunder. And well, they shoot him with like a, the, the electric net or something at the start. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said. Oh, I thought you, I thought you said neck. Oh, my bad. A net no, gun. Yeah. And gotcha, so he's like gotcha. all trapped and he's like, oh. Yeah. But being the god of light, being the god of thunder and being able to control mm-hmm. lightning, we find out in this movie that he is super susceptible to being electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> Which is super rough. And the well, irony there is ridiculous. The, it's funny. We see Thor get electrocuted and Loki get tricked. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Um, like, I wonder, obviously at this point in time, Thor doesn't really have uh he doesn't have a way to use his his full power like we end up seeing mm-hmm. at the later end of the movie. But I, I wonder if he did have that power, if he was able to just, like, bring down a lightning strike and, like, break the net. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then from mm-hmm. what you were referencing, the little weird thing on his neck that gets thrown on him. Like, it would, I would feel like it would explode. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an electrician, so I don't know shit about electricity. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we end up meeting uh, – I'm going to reference her as just Valkyrie. We don't really end up. We know her name is, or we, she goes by Scrapper One Two Four. We don't really get her actual name. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but she is a Valkyrie, so I'm gonna reference her as Valkyrie. Um, so we end up meeting Valkyrie, and she kind of rescues him, but then, like, throws the thing on the neck that we were just referencing, and kind of like zapping him to where he's unconscious, drags him onto her ship, and. There was one thing that I wanted to point out. You can see it here on the screen of him being electrocuted, and you see that little white dot on his neck. And you can't see it too well on this GIF here, but please do some research. Go on YouTube and look at this scene. Yeah. The, the way that this shocks him, you see, like, his veins in his face of, like, where he was being electrocuted. I imagine if he yeah. was electrocuted somewhere else, the veins would pop out there. But it looks very similar Mm-hmm. Like the blue, like the blue veins coming out. Yeah, it looks yeah. very similar to what Obadiah used in Iron Man One, where mm-hmm. uh, like the little sensor thing where he puts in the earplugs and then it like paralyzes the people. Yeah. The just the way the animation looks is very similar. Um, yeah, it does. So I don't know if maybe that tech was released and maybe they made some tweaks to it or what, but I thought that was a uh, kind of a cool touch. Yeah, I think maybe it was just a. Uh... I think what it was, it was just very similar to the whole... Um, just very similar, yeah. yeah. What was the the thing that we... Oh, the Hydra weapons and then Iron Man propulsions yeah. sounding the same? I think it was yeah. one of those things. Kind of the same thing, yeah. yeah. Um, Hela then, it pans back to Hela on Asgard, and every, like the entire army's there kind of surrounding her. And Hela just addresses the people and is like, yo, what's good? I'm the goddess of death. I am the rightful heir to the throne. I'm the firstborn. Um, what's good, pretty much. And uh, I didn't write down his name, and I feel so bad for it, but uh, the man, uh, the last man standing out of War- the Sith and the Warriors yeah. 3 is pretty much like, I don't know who you are. And then she was like, did you guys not listen to a thing I just said? And he's <laughs> like, but go back to where you came from or like feel Asgardian wrath. And she was like, oh, fine. And just start... She just starts decimating everybody, just throwing Incredible. swords and just, I mean, make not even breaking a sweat. Yeah. And one of the uh, things, oh. Oh, no, continue on. I was just going to say, uh, 
The only gripe I have with this scene specifically, but really most all of the scenes where we get to see Hela use her powers, is I wish that the weapons that she created had some sort of glow or were yeah. a little bit different of color to, to make it easier to track. Because yeah. in that that sequence and that fighting, you don't really see the actual weapons being thrown from her all that much. You just see people falling over, which is scary yeah. in and of itself. But I do wish that we could see, like, even just, like, a small glowing, like, green that she kind of has on her suit. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines, I think, would have made it a little bit easier to track and to follow. Yeah. But regardless, she, she ever, like, run, run out of that stuff? I don't think so. I think that's just, like, her thing. She just, like, blah, blah, blah. here's an axe. Yeah. Yeah. Here's well, a kind massive of fucking column. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same with Thor, too. It's, like, he's constantly has... Lightning. lightning throwing through his veins or cheese whiz or, or cheese whiz that, that, was, that took me a second I was like what and then I remembered that was yeah. good um, and obviously since Scourge uh, was promoted to like kind of being with her uh, nobody is around the Bifrost at the moment when this is all happening so we see a masked man snag the sword to control the Bifrost God, ah, love that, sneaky yeah. fucking devil mate um love him love yeah, him obviously if you don't know who it is that's crazy we'll tell you in just yeah. a minute but at the moment it's just a masked man and it's mm -hmm. it, it's a definitely like a good like if this was a show that would have been a cliffhanger for an episode but like oh, oh yeah. who was that you know yeah 100 percent. you're so um, right there but then we end up seeing uh thor he's in a chair um magnetic he's got like a uh, handcuff to a chair that's magnetized to the chair so he can't do anything and he ends up looking over to his right, and he sees Thor, or sees Loki just hanging out, having a cocktail with some friends, laughing, giggling, talking about everything he's done. And he ends up, like, bringing him over, and he's like, help me. And he's like, I can't. He's like, please do it. Come on. And he's like, can't. Sorry. And we end up meeting the Grandmaster, which, oh, my God, I love him. I love him yeah. in the movie. I love him so as an funny. actor. He's mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, and he's, he's kind of, like, he really has some fun in his role, you know, he kind of yeah, dances, yeah. Um, he's having some fun, and uh, he ends up, like, showing him around, and he's like, oh, do you guys know each other? And Thor was like, yes, that's my brother, and then Loki was like, no, never seen this man before in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Thor ends up getting thrown into this, like, dungeon that's like a circle, but not a real circle, more like a freaky circle, <laughs> where he gets to meet two very very incredible characters yeah korg and meek mm -hmm. um obviously korg is Odd. uh voiced by uh taika and hey, man. i think that that might be one of taika's best roles oh I easily love like and just like you said hey man how's it going yeah. <laughs> just like hanging out just doing what he can hey man um, my name's korg a pile of rocks looking at you that's me talking yeah. <laughs> Just, ah, oh man, I love it. They're great. Yeah. And uh, they obviously, they end up having a little bit more fun later on in the movie. Mm -hmm. But to what you were referencing earlier, uh, once Hela kind of decimates everybody, she kind of gets free reign over Asgard versus anybody yeah. that's a threat. And she walks into, like, the, th the, the throne room mm -hmm. where we've seen in the past Thor movies the mural that's painted of the peace treaties and, you know, Odin sort of living life and being a protector yeah and she kind of throws throws a little bit of a fit and it's like you know of course it's odin covering up what really happened and how he got here and yeah. throws 
lower swords or whatever we're going to call them because they didn't look like swords for this, but whatever they were. Big metal. I don't even know if they're metal. Big objects. <laughs> really good at like determining where to aim. Yeah. To break it perfectly. Yeah. Chiseled Did out you notice that? Circle. Yeah. And yeah. We also see like, with the doors when she pulled. Yeah, the doors. Up. I was about to say, reference that too. Dropped perfectly. Just dime pieces to make yeah. a bridge. Um, and then we end up seeing the real mural, um, mm -hmm. which is Odin and Hela, just going around pillaging the nine realms and uh, really taking everything. And you brought this up in the film when we were watching it, but it. Um, I also wanted to reiterate, when we saw Thor The Dark World, you made a reference to uh, how you loved how the book that Odin was reading was kind of moving. Yeah. And it's the same thing with this mural. It looks so well done. Mm -hmm. and it, Even the broken pieces, down, yeah. like when they came down, they were still like... Moving. Moving, which was super cool. I, I've always loved that. I think it's just like a really cool thing to look at. Absolutely. Like a cool, yeah, visual. And it's not like moving like a character would in a movie it's it's very yeah. small movements and it's very slow mm -hmm. and seamless to where it almost doesn't look like it's moving but yeah. it looks so good and mm -hmm. i i mean i love it and also the this mural is way harder way better <laughs> way, way better. cooler the than red the old one the was red insane and then fenrir with hella yeah. on top of him and odin, odin looks oh. tough he looks mean and i, I think... just wish we got a little snippet you know, I was like about a little, to say, like, uh, yeah. Um, you brought up uh, the point in the previous movies of how you really wish you got to see Odin fight and to see what yeah. he was like. I feel like it would have been really cool to see a snippet or a flashback or something of them just running it. Like you have her, the like, goddess of death and Odin. Yeah. No one's coming toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Like, that would have been a perfect scene for her to, like, narrate it, talking to, um, what's his name, uh, Scourge. Mm -hmm. And like just showing like him like decimating people. Yeah. Or, or when she addresses like, the people of Asgard. Yeah. Like when she's like, "Hi, that... I'm Hela. I'm the goddess of death. This is what Odin and I did. Yeah. This, like I'm the one that brought all of this, all of this gold and all of yeah. this peace that you guys so much love. I was yeah. the one that had to do all the bloodshed. I agree. Yeah. That's just a missed opportunity because it was all. All we got from Odin was just an old, wary man. Yes. We never. We only get to see him fight. Not even fight. He just came in with a horse and just blasted everybody away. What are you talking about? He also used the spear and like was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, killed one dude. <laughs> yeah. Terrible aim, by the way. Terrible Awful. aim. Well, he's got like, one eye, man. You know. I know, I mean? but he just did like it was. It's one dude. Like you're supposed to do that with like a group of people. You know, he, he just like. Just overkill, dude, I guess. That dude was probably just looking at it like, fuck. You know? Um, that, yeah, I do agree. But that is, uh, we get to see the mural. I love it. I think it looks mm -hmm. freaking phenomenal. So good. Um, she ends up going to the weapons vault as well to kind of see what he's, what he's gotten over the years. And kind of fun. She ends up seeing the gauntlet and just pushing it over and is like, fake. Um, which... Obviously, when we're watching this film, we don't know. Like, if you're into comic books, you know what it is. I had yeah. a hunch. Like, I kind of knew what was going on. But to see it and for them to, like, poke fun at it was so yeah. cool. And now, obviously, seeing what happened. Dude, it's huge. Yeah, it's massive. That thing is so big. And things from her waist to her, almost to her head. You can see it on the screen now. Yeah. Massive. 
It's massive. Um, but it also does make sense that he has it because in Infinity War, we see Thor go to uh uh God, I forgot what it's called. But uh, uh no, no, not it's not nowhere. nowhere. Um, Never It is Nevertheleer. Correct. It, I believe okay. so. Wow! Wow! Round of applause in the comments for that man. It might be wrong, but I it's know. Close. I'm pretty sure that's it's never a little bit. It's Yes. Dude, that's uh, just. I where, don't know. you know, he obviously made the gauntlet, and that's where all of the Asgardians get their weapons. That's where, mm -hmm. obviously, Milnir was made. That's where Stormbreaker was made. I would assume that's where the spear was made that Odin has. Odin so, open, yeah. I would assume, yeah. So it kind of makes sense on how he has it. Um, and to kind of deter people from trying to get it, because it's like, well, I got the mm -hmm. only one, and it's locked up in the vault. But kind of thought that was cool. Uh, she, ends yeah. up, she ends up seeing the Tesseract, uh, seeing Surtur's skull that Thor got in the beginning, and she mm -hmm. says, oh, I thought that would be bigger. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, you got no idea how big he can get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then she looks over and she's like, ah, the Eternal Flame. Grabs the Eternal Flame breaks the ground underneath her does like a falling flip underneath it beautiful, beautiful. Oh, i so love her and <laughs> awakens great. the army of like the undead that she fought with in the beginning that we see on that mural and mm -hmm. fenrir which is a very large dog <laughs> very <laughs> large dog terrifying looks like a wolf yeah i would say wolf yeah still larger though yeah i mean this dude's yeah. 20 what's that what's tall? that cartoon clifford clifford <laughs> synergy yeah um then it cuts back to thor kind of praying to odin um and then loki appears behind him and thor just kind of starts throwing shit at him yeah he's like you're not What's actually here i don't care what you're about to say like he's so used to him tricking him and all that mm -hmm. stuff he just knows so he has zero trust yep. with Loki at this this point. And we're actually going to reference that comment in a couple minutes because I yep. that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, he's like, you know, I would actually believe you if you're actually here. And he's like, what, do you think I'd actually come down here? This place is filthy. Um, <laughs> but then it cuts over to uh, Thor grabbing some weapons for this big fight because we end up finding out that on Sakaar, uh, you can win your freedom by beating the challenger, the champion. Yeah. And then we find out the Scrapper 142, a.k.a. Valkyrie, is a Valkyrie. He sees the tattoo on her, um, and he tries to plead with her, and she's pretty much like, eh, I don't care what you have to say. You made me a lot yeah. of money. That's all I care about. Um, and then before Thor gets to fight, he's got to get got to get the mop cut off. Mm -hmm. And this, of course, is where we see the goat. Mm -hmm. why, why does he have to get his haircut? I mean, I like it. I love it. Yeah. But, like, what is, does Korg have to get a haircut? I mean, he's made out of rock. I don't think he, I don't think he grows hair. So, like, what's the... Why do you have understand. to get a buzz cut when you go into the military? A demoralizing yeah. factor, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, like, that's you true. don't have control. That's a great point. That's the only thing I can think of. That is a really good point, actually. Yeah. Now, why did I have to do that? <laughs> you did. You look great, though, if I'm being honest. You did look bad. Yeah. Um... But obviously, every time we see him, we've got to give him a shout-out. The man that made mm -hmm. it happen, Stan Lee, he's the barber. Mm -hmm. um, and he's got a terrifying device to cut his hair. 
But it was very effective, and honestly, it would save me a lot of time. So if Stan Lee could pull yeah. up with that thing and just clean me up every Friday, that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, not going to happen. It looked, yeah, but it looked like, I don't even know. Like, how does that even cut hair? I have no it idea. It like he was about to decapitate Thor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we find, uh, we find out that Thor has to fight the Hulk. That is the champion of Sakaar. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of where we end up finding out that's where the Hulk went after Age of Ultron. And uh, he, obviously, like I referenced in the beginning part, he's excited that it's Hulk because he's like, yes, it's a friend from work. Yeah, um, yeah. And immediately Thor tries to use the lullaby that Black Widow used to calm the Hulk down. But to no avail, Hulk is the Hulk. Sun's going down, sun's going to be real low. <laughs> sun's going down, sun's going down. Um <laughs> The Hulk kind of gets a couple good hits in. Thor kind of gets some good hits in. And then um, we end up seeing Thor. As as uh, Hulk is kind of pounding on Thor, Thor has a vision of Odin. Yeah. And I got goosebumps during it. And we see him shoot some lightning out of his hands mm-hmm. to kind of blast the Hulk off. And then, as you can see on screen, he jumps up and gives the Hulk the meanest uppercut I think known to man, like the only MCU person, history. Oh yeah. The only person that might be able to do an uppercut relatively close to that might be the iron Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is otherworldly not to make mm-hmm. a pun there because it is otherworldly, but I mean, insane. I love yeah. that. They yeah. did such a good job with this scene. The, the visuals are so good in this scene too. Yeah. Uh, like, like the dirt and all the stuff, like, coming off the huge explosion Mm -hmm. the crowd just silence oh it's Mm -hmm. just so good there's a there's a moment because the hulk has two really big weapons and thor has like a shield and like a stick pretty much yeah and there's a moment where thor ends up picking up one of the hulk's weapons jumping over the hulk as the hulk is trying to hit him Mm -hmm. and then smacking the hulk in the head with his own weapon and that scene was really well done it was in slow-mo it looked so good this whole scene 10 out of 10, one of the best fight scenes. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, that's probably the second best helmet out of Thor. I would have, I mean, it's, it pays homage to the original, so it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because it's, it's good because it, like, it shows his face and everything, mm-hmm. and it's got the little horns and everything. Mm-hmm. It looked good. I agree. And also, um, oh, wait, I'll actually wait till you get to that part okay. until I say it. Um, but then, as a, after seeing that, obviously the Hulk is kind of a TKO'd to an extent so then the grandmaster now has control of the device or has one of the two controllers for the device to shock thor so Mm -hmm. as thor is like kind of getting ready to go back in onto the hulk he electrocutes him Mm -hmm. um and then the hulk jumps up and like does a mean people's elbow yeah um i wish that didn't happen agreed like I, we we did get a good amount of the fight, but it would have been really cool to see like who actually wins. You oh, know, Thor won. He did win. Like I mean, a third party had to. If a third party has to step in to yeah. demobilize you, you won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> no that one's pulling cool. up to take the person away. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if like, I mean, the whole movie would have been different, but it would have been dope. But if like. Thor actually like knocked him out or something and then he yeah. reverts back to Bruce that would have been in awesome. the middle of the stadium and Bruce is like he already oh. had a panic attack but he would be like what what the hell is what the hell is happening right now yeah you no know? absolutely 
Uh, I could not agree more. That would and also butt ass naked. <laughs> butt ass and naked in front of in front thousands. Of thousands. <laughs> including the Grandmaster. Um, then Hela, it cuts back to Hela on Asgard, and she asks Scourge about his life. And then as he kind of starts going on, she immediately cuts him off and was just like, what are your ambitions? Mm. And he was like, to be a somebody. And she was like, well, I was Odin's executioner, which, you know, obviously involving it involves executing people, but also exec- executing plans and things yeah. to do. Mostly to execute people, though. Yeah. And she was like, would you like to be my executioner? And then creates this unbelievably sick Dual, yeah. like dual-headed axe for this yeah. man, which is awesome. Yeah, it's sick. And obviously, I he like that. Oh, imagine what you were saying though. Like if it was glowing. Yeah, like the handle oh, had like little like, like spirals. cracks of green. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so Great. sick to see. Or like just like the tips of the blade were glowing oh, or something. Yeah. It would have looked. That's really a missed cool. opportunity for sure. Agreed. Um, and then as they're marching toward the Bifrost to start taking over the nine realms, she realizes that the sword is gone. And that they mm-hmm. kind of can't do anything. And so she ends up sending, like, her, like, undead army to go find the sword. And she's like, what is that noise? And he, uh, Scourge uh, makes her aware of the fact that the people of Asgard aren't super steezed about what's going on. Yeah. So she was like, well, go deal with them and go find the sword. And then we see Heimdall running through the forest, which... I didn't really realize that uh, Asgard had such a dense forest area. That's huge. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah, it's um, massive. But he kind of like excuses himself around a couple people that are running away from these this undead army, uses the Bifrost sword, <clears throat> slashes up some of this undead army, and just he splits one in half long ways. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also see, because um, his voice is different now. Yeah, and I actually, I don't know. I do. I did like that. Like, he in the past, like, Thor and Thor Dark World, his voice had like a crazy bass to it. It was definitely altered. like it was coming out of like a stadium, mm-hmm. like a mic. Mm-hmm. Um, a but I did like. Ominous. Yeah, I. I don't know. I do. I do like how it. They kind of made it a little more normal. Agreed. Um, I. I uh, Idris Elba already has a very deep voice. I think it was. Yeah. It made it. Hearing it when they altered it sounded great, but it was definitely not a necessity. Excuse yeah, me, sorry, definitely to not. alter it. And same thing with uh, we see in Infinity War with a uh, Pinkler Peter Dinklage, I believe is his last mm. name. Um, his voice is also very deep, and they yeah. altered it to where it was unnecessary. Like it was billowing through the stadium mm-hmm. and through the theater that I was watching it in. And I just feel like those two people, like, they didn't really need to do that. You know yeah, I mean? they didn't need to do that, yeah. Um, but after Heimdall ends up killing all these people, he takes them to a safe place. And then it cuts back to Thor being uh, kind of healed, I guess. He's being, like, rags are being thrown on him. Mm-hmm. And he asks the Hulk how he got there. And that's when the Hulk is, like, the Quinjet. And he points to the He's Quinjet. He's also in a also in a hot tub. He is. He says, Hulk in a hot tub. And then the Hulk gets out and he's... But as naked, we get to yeah. see a little bit of Thor, or sorry, a little bit of Hulk ass, which is, uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Gee. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but, uh, he ends up pointing the Quinjet, and Thor gets an idea of how he's gonna escape. But Thor doesn't know how to leave, so Thor, uh, kind of 
talks to Heimdall and says, Heimdall, I know you can see me. Please help me see. So then he kind of brings, like, the best way I can describe it is he brings, like, his consciousness to Asgard mm-hmm. where Heimdall is, or almost like his astral projection, uh, for, like, the reference, like, uh, Doctor Strange to an extent, yeah. but he's not, like, a floating yeah. ghost guy. Um, and he kind of shows him what's happening in Asgard and how Hela is taking over the area and everything. And uh, he was like, you know, we need your help. And he's like, I don't know how to get here. And he's like, you're on a planet surrounded by doorways. Pick one. Yeah. And Heimdall says, or Thor says, which one? And Heimdall says, the big one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I was, I said this during when we were watching it. It was funny because I was like, what are those Asgardians thinking Heimdall's doing right now? Uh-huh. Because only clearly... Heimdall can see him, so... Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Why are you just talking, are you yourself, talking to Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna blow our cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thor then tries to convince Valkyrie to uh, help help him escape and to kind of yeah. get a team together to help Asgard because she is an, a Valkyrie. They're vowed to... They're sworn to protect the throne and to protect the Asgardians. And she is like, nah, fuck that place. I already lost everything mm-hmm. once. I'm over it. I don't want to lose everything again. Like I came to Sakaar to pretty much drink my life away and make some money. Major uh, alcoholic, by the way. She she be down in a lot of booze. It really down some. Yeah, really quick Re- too. Very very impressive. It almost looked like you a couple years ago. Yeah, we, we moved away from that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in the process of them kind of like bickering and shoving each other, uh, Thor ends up yoinking. The remote to his little taser thing on his neck so mm-hmm. he ends up like uh deactivating it takes it off and you see him kind of stored away like mm, this might come in handy yeah um thor then throws a massive ball out the window he bounces <laughs> it off the wall and it comes back and smacks him on the face and then he gets back up and he's like because that's what heroes do and then he jumps through the window gets into the quinjet and um uh, kind of funny he uh tries to activate the Quinjet, and they're like, you know, code required, and he's like, strongest Avenger, Thor Odinson, Odinson, strongest Avenger yeah. in a deeper voice. None of them are working. And then the Hulk ends up, like, climbing through the back of the Quinjet, destroying well, for, wait, it. Wait, first he he does get access, and he says, damn you, Stark. Oh, yeah, he, he says, says, point break. Point break. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, yeah, he's like, yeah, damn you, Stark. Um, Not a reference from the first Avengers. Correct. Um, and then the Hulk kind of just starts destroying the Quinjet as he's walking toward it, saying, friend, stay, stay, friend, stay. <laughs> um, and in the process, Thor's like hitting buttons and stuff, and he ends up turning on the video that we see Natasha leave at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, where she's mm-hmm. like, hey, big guy, you know, sun's getting real low. We, we can't really track you in stealth mode. We need you to you know, activate the tracker so we can come get you. Yeah. And Hulk sees her and uh, kind of starts, like, transforming back into himself. He starts punching himself. Reference to you again back in the day. Uh, <laughs> Gonzo was a wild one, guys, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're past those days, though. Retired. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then he transforms into Bruce. And uh, we see... You know, they're like, Thor's there for him, and it, the Hulk ends up realizing, or Bruce ends up realizing that he's been the Hulk for two full years. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, 
the Grandmaster ends up finding out that uh, the Hulk is missing. And so he mm-hmm. sends Valkyrie and Loki to go find Hulk and Thor. Um, so they're kind of going on their separate ways, and in the process, they kind of get into a, a kerfuffle. And uh, Loki ends up, like, tapping into her mind to see what she's experienced. Yeah. And this is kind of where we get a little backstory of her being a Valkyrie, and they're writing Pegasus's. Yeah, which was another dope trans uh, transition, by the way. Yeah. It looked very great. Um, mm-hmm. And we see her fighting alongside her other Valkyrie comrades, trying to take down Hela, but Hela is just going right through them. Yeah. And then we see, uh, I would assume, I think everyone can assume, Valkyrie's girlfriend, wife, a significant other, step in front of her as uh, Hela throws a sword, spear, weapon thing at her, ends up killing mm-hmm. Valkyrie's significant other, which is what she referenced. She lost everything once. Doesn't want mm-hmm. to do it again. Um, and then Loki kind of taunts her about it. Like, I mean, he's, yeah. he's an asshole, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So in the process, um, Thor and Bruce are kind of walking through Sakaar to uh, team up and get a new way out of there. And then the Val- Valkyrie ends up uh, stopping them and helping them out. And, um, uh, brings him to like her apartment i guess and yeah she was like um she's like i want to be a part of the team <laughs> you know does it have a name and he was like uh the revengers, revengers i'm getting yeah. revenge and you're getting revenge and <laughs> blah 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 and she was he, like are you, he, was, he looked at bruce he's like are you gonna revenge he's like i'm sort of undecided yeah he's like, I'm undecided. <laughs> yeah he has no idea what the hell's going on he's having panic attacks he's yeah he has no idea what's going wearing on. tony's clothes constantly <laughs> yeah. picking out his his crotch <laughs> yeah um he's like yeah tony wears his pants so tight <laughs> yeah but hey, uh, Jax. oh um he's, yeah he's gotcha. on the stream gotcha um but yeah so he ends up uh she was like, you know, well, that's a good thing that you're, you know, allowing me to be on the stream, on the stream, on the team. Sorry. <laughs> um, God damn it, Jax. I know, right? Come on, dude. Um, Grow up, kid. But I have a peace offering. And then they, she opens the door and it's actually Loki being, uh, he's like chained to a chair. Or he's not even chained to a chair. He's chained and sitting down. Sitting down, yeah. Um, and Thor immediately walks in and throws like a can at him. He's like, just had to make sure. Just to make sure, yeah. Um, and then as they're kind of talking about what's going to happen and what's what their plan is, <laughs> the Bruce is like, "Hey guys, uh, quick thing, real quick, if we could just like, you know, just kind of yeah, just a little, yeah." And he was like, "Hey guys, about two minutes ago, I just had a conversation with him, and it looked like he was he was ready to kill any one of us at any given moment. Yeah, Are we yeah. sure that we want to team back up with him to get out mm-hmm. of here? Because Loki expressed how he had a." access codes to get into a different ship from mm. the Grandmaster and that all he wants is uh, safe travels off of the planet. Um, they end up teaming up and then Thor and Loki end up going to get the ship. And uh, while they're doing that, they end up having a um, conversation about how they're drifting apart and how Odin brought them together. So it's almost poetic that Odin's death would drift them apart. And, um, you know, this kind of like going back and forth in their relationship and everything. And one thing I wanted to say is during that scene, they have like laser guns 
And it's a complete yeah. and total ripoff of Star Wars. It's Star Wars. makes sense. It is another Disney-owned film. It did really yeah. well. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Granted, it it's a laser it, gun, so. Yeah, it fits the theme of um, Sakaar, though, mm-hmm. in a way. I know, it absolutely I do does. like the... I know uh, Thor was, like, making fun of, like, the the uh the room how it was like red and white just pick a color i do i actually think that it looks pretty cool i, I like the theme of like all the rooms and all that stuff yeah how there's just like lines and dots yeah and, yeah um also real quick just want to say this because i stuttered on my words there we do stream this every friday every other friday when we're doing the podcast um yeah. and just as a quick shout out for the one time if you guys are loving this overlay and loving our socials mm-hmm. you gotta drop our boy Jax Eden Hoos, a.k.a. J Aspect, a quick follow. This man can chef up whatever you guys need. He actually just yeah. made one of our good friends another logo for his kind of startup yep. thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's great, though. If you guys ever want to reach out, you can hit him on the DMs. He's great. Um, back to the pod. Um, they end up stealing the Grandmaster's ship. Oh, actually, before we get into that, I should say, they end up doing Get Help to get into the yeah. ship... Um, the ship's parking lot, I guess. I don't know the garage. Yeah. Um, and well, first, I I just want I just love that um, dialogue between them when they're riding up the elevator. When he's like Loki, I thought the world of you and oh, all that stuff. Absolutely. I thought that was a really. I think that what is when Loki was like. I ah, well no, because he <laughs> betrayed him. But yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I know because I I understand what you're saying, but then five seconds later he's. Yeah, like when I first watched this, I was like, okay, I think that's when Loki will finally like pivot, pivot to the good side. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's some of an anti-villain, but more now into becoming a hero. Yeah. Um, But I really like a dog and dialogue because just seeing it from throughout all the Thor movies, I really like seeing these like certain parts that we get from Loki because those are all the key uh moments in his life and it's just cool seeing it in the film absolutely yeah it, it is very touching um yeah you know it has yeah, a little more emotion to it absolutely yeah. it is one of yeah. the few serious moments in the, the whole movie yeah of, um yeah because i mean thor is ex- he kind of put it wearing his heart on the sleeve there and he's like you know i thought of the world of you and you know i we could have been great together but yeah you don't want to be a good person and i can't mm-hmm allow that with me you know what i mean which he's like you're you and i'm me mm-hmm. and that's it yeah and you can tell that at this point in time like thor is over it i guess you could say like he, he's yeah. ready to move on and go do what he needs to do to make sure that the, the world is okay yeah if that he's means that stop. he can't be with his brother then so be it yeah he's gonna stop trying to make or try have to make Loki this friendship his... happen yeah relationship yeah happen. agreed yeah um and then they're like, we should do get help. And Loki's like, I hate that. I don't think we should do it. And he goes, do you have a better idea? And he's like, no. And he's like, good, we're doing get help. And then we're, we're like, not doing good help. <laughs> and then we see Loki kind of draped over Thor's arm. And he's like, please help. My brother's injured. Please get help. <laughs> and then he throws Loki at the four guards that are protecting the garage. Yeah. Which is crazy. They're all bunched up right there. Mm-hmm. Um, great toss, by the way. Great toss. And Almost great like form out of Loki. Great format of Loki. He, he was a bowling ball, and he hit those pins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a strike. Like he easily could have, like, scrambled away. No, he... Yeah. He committed. He owned it. Yeah. yeah he committed. Which, you know, at least he did that for him. 
Oh, and also in the elevator scene, because we see it later, um, when I, he's like, they're, when they're talking, Thor pats him on the back. Just want to point that out right now. Yeah, that's a very good yeah. call. I, I, now that you bring that up, that that is probably when it happened. I thought it would happen during when he throws him, but oh, to kind of yeah, get, that's true too. I, I think I think you're right though. He pats him on the back, and mm-hmm. what we're referencing, Loki gets up and they start walking toward the ships. And immediately, Loki makes a duplicate of himself to go walk over towards, like, the alarm system or the control panel. Yeah. And um, Thor turns around, and obviously the duplicate that was standing next to Thor disappears, and he looks over at Loki, and Loki, he's, Thor says something along the lines of, like, you're becoming too predictable, brother. Yeah. And he was like, I'm sorry to have to do this, but the bounty on your head will set me up nicely. And he goes to set off yeah. the alarm, and then Thor brings up the little remote that uh yeah. that he had from when he was being tased and he was like and that's why i have to do this and just decides yeah. to just indefinitely electrocute him which is wild but yeah. he kind of deserves it he does deserve it let's be all real. the trauma that he gave thor yeah. the frog the snake, the snake. <laughs> the, all the times that he's died all the fake deaths yeah. even even screwed us up too i even i made thought a, he was dead uh, i made a tiktok of it yeah we thought he was dead. It's crazy. Yeah. I was sad, dude. <laughs> um, so maybe he will be a fan favorite. Maybe he will be. Maybe we'll, we'll yeah. get to see him with Owen Wilson, which was such yeah. a random shout of you. Um, I just think they'll be good together, you know? I, I think that, I think their chemistry would look good on screen. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he kind of like kneels down, like kind of right above him as he's being electrocuted and is like, you know, I saw this happening. Like you're becoming too predictable and that's why I had to do this. And then mm-hmm. he looks at the remote and he goes, I'll just put this over here and throws it behind him. And then Thor ends up stealing the Commodore, which is, uh, we end up finding out, is uh, the Grandmaster's special ship. Yeah. He uses it for certain parties um, <laughs> that are wild. And, yeah, uh, I wanted to point out, too, Thor's really good at figuring out how the ship works. Uh, I mean, he kind of decimated all of the throne room when he was trying to you fly the ship and the well, dark least world. he knows how to work it he did get it off the ground you're not wrong he, f- he flew and was dodging people fighting him that and on wrong. this one too that is true you're not first wrong. try it was first try he put four by the way you're in a hangar you're going full throttle which is <laughs> wild to me <laughs> yeah he just turned that bitch up called it good yeah um it was wild for sure um but as they're uh, as he's kind of you know, going through, he ends up talking to Valkyrie about, you know, we're going to go through the big one. And she was like, the devil's anus. And he was yeah. like, well, I didn't know it was called that, but yes. <laughs> um, so as they're kind of skirting along, we see, uh, he's obviously being shot at, which is what you just referenced. He's dodging him quite well. Mm-hmm. And the Commodore mm-hmm. ship is gorgeous. Yeah. It's sick. It's a sick ship. I'm a big I fan. I can see, uh, what's his name? The Grandmaster. Oh, he's sure some way up in that. Yeah. He females. Yeah. 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 Maybe even well, a large hey, group. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a large group. Just in general. Aliens. Yeah. Men. Aliens. Women, who yeah. knows? Who cares? Groots. Korgs. Yeah. Who knows what he's into? Yeah. Um. <laughs> he seems like he'd be into a lot. Yeah, I could not agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then we see Valkyrie pull up with her ship behind them, and she starts shooting at some uh, at some ships to kind of help him out. 
and she flies over them and Topaz, the woman that we were referencing in, earlier in the in the movie, she ends up blowing up Valkyrie's ship. And both yeah. Bruce and Thor that are in the Commodore, they're like, No and like no. They, they think that she's yeah. dead. And then you just see this person flying through the air, grabs a hold of the Commodore and they're like, Get in and she's like, And I'm Huge. in it. Huge gamble, by the way. Oh, her grip strength, unbelievable. Unreal. I mean, she reminds me of like the Caught Deadpool it with one character. hand. She reminds one me of the hand. Deadpool 2 character, the lucky one. I forgot oh, her name, yeah. but how these things <laughs> just go her way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was impressive, most definitely. Yeah. But I mean, Valkyries <laughs> are, you know, warriors, so. Warriors. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. She ends up flying off the Commodore and... Uh, blowing up other ships and then thor is like i gotta go help her uh bruce mm. fly the ship and he's like i don't know how to fly this and he's like use one of your seven phds you'll figure it out um and then thor also jumps off the ship to go destroy the rest of the ships that are following them which good for bruce can mm. we just get a round of applause for that man i mean yeah. that dude flew the ship very well i think he earns a phd and in- flying alien ships he did better than i probably did yeah let's be real and then uh one thing that's pretty funny is he uh he's looking around for guns on the (laughs) ship and he was like oh this this button looks like a gun and he puts it down and then the like a hologram it's my birthday (laughs) yeah a hologram of the grandmaster pops up in the ship and yeah it says it's my birthday and fireworks are going off all behind it and then he immediately swerves and topaz flies into like a piece of rubble which, yeah, I don't know if it kills her or not, but definitely destroys her ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the meantime, Korg and Meek, they started a revolution, and they're now they're like going also to the garage to grab a bigger ship to have everyone leave to bail out of the place, and they find Loki just on the ground being tased, and Korg picks up the <laughs> remote and uh, turns it off, which the 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 recovery time for Loki very incredible yeah Yeah. we can say rightfully so he's being tased for five to ten minutes i don't understand that what that thing though because like oh uh thor when he got shocked would just would just pass out yeah Uh, maybe maybe loki's pain tolerance is much higher and then the grand masters was a little more stronger i guess because he completely knocked out yeah i agree i don't know i don't know know maybe put it on like a low level maybe he was being or nice it was brother. on his back, which is probably a little bit less sensitive than your neck, mm. maybe. That's and fair. And it was through some clothing. fair. I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's fair. I'm not trying to be tased through a leather jacket, though. I'm yeah. good still. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. <laughs> um, Korg uh, ends up releasing it, and he was like, hey, man, starting a revolution. You want in? Want to come? And uh, Loki gets up, and he's like, well, you guys do look like you're in desperate need of leadership. So already just kind of takes command of the whole thing, per Loki. Oh, thank or, you. Yeah, yeah. Core kind of takes it as a compliment. Like, thanks. Yeah, yeah we do. Um, and so Loki ends up joining Korg and all them. And then we end up seeing going back to Asgard, where Scourge is asking the people of Asgard where the sword is, and if mm-hmm. someone tells them, nobody will get hurt. Uh, but nobody wants to say, so he ends up grabbing a random person from the audience raising his axe and as he raises his axe someone come from the crowd pulls up and rats on him 
He's yeah. like, oh, I know where it's at. Mm-hmm. I know where it's at. Fuck you, dude. Dude, like, grow up. Stitches get stitches, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let him get his first kill. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, I want to see that axe be used, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Let's see his inner butcher, you know? Oh, yeah. If it was a soup, yeah. it would have been done for. Yeah. If, if, done if it was butcher, that whole crowd would have been done for. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Thor probably would die too. But yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know. Fair. I don't know. Uh, take some time. It takes some time. Yeah. Um, Thor. Then they all pull up. They they go through the devil's anus, and uh, <laughs> pull up to Asgard, and they see kind of all the rubbish that Hela has caused. Uh, he also ends up walking into the throne room, seeing the real mural with Odin and Hela. So Which this, I thought was really cool. For yeah. him to see, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. It, I feel like that was a big turning point for him and how he judged his father. Um, yeah. And how, like, you know, he definitely had like some it, dark times, but he also got to see how he grew from it. Yeah. It's, um, it seemed like it didn't really bother him that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then as Hela and Scourge and the Undead Army are going toward, like, the safe place that uh, we referenced earlier with Heimdall, uh, she throws these massive spears and pulls mm-hmm. them down. Like we said, a bridge. perfect dimes, perfect bridge. Fucking call like those doors. The doors couldn't have been like a little separated. No, no, perfect. It was a dime. Yeah, truly. money. And they didn't break, which was crazy too. Like imagine if they just broke, <laughs> broke in half and fell through the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, well, shit. Uh, that would have been comical. Um. <laughs> And, but all the people are, all the people that are in the safe place are being guided away, going toward the Bifrost, Heimdall leading them, and Thor then slams Odin's spear in the throne room to kind of lure Hela away from them. Sounded unreal, too. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. The only time we ever get to see Thor and sitting on the throne, too. Correct. Yeah. Well... I mean, the end of this movie, but it's not the real throne. <laughs> not the real throne, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it looks incredible. And mm-hmm. uh, so Hela ends up pulling back up to uh, fight Thor. And before they end up fighting, they actually speak the words that we've actually referenced in earlier podcasts, which is yeah. the wise king uh, should not seek out war, but should always be ready for it. Mm-hmm. And they say it like at the same time. And it's it's kind of poetic, you know? Yeah. The king, uh, obviously, I'm sure at that point, obviously, Odin said that to Hela. She didn't turn out very great, but they yeah. said it to Thor. He turned out he turned out pretty alright. Which is weird because they literally sought out war the yeah. entire time. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe that was like at the end. Yeah, when, when he was Odin was her. Yeah, trying to turn her a little bit, but it's the goddess of death. Like I don't think you can turn the goddess of death. Yeah, that's a crazy title, by the way. That is a crazy so title. tough. So tough. Um, and then in the process, we see Valkyrie just dumping mags into Fenrir that's on the Bifrost that's trapping the, pe- the, the Asgardians from getting to the Bifrost. She's dumping mags in, of this minigun mm. into him. Mm-hmm. But Fenrir is just, like, taking it as, like, a... He's shaking it off like it's rain. Yeah. I was gonna... Like, uh, like how it was when Thor... Or when the Hulk was being shot by, uh, like, helicopters. Oh, yeah. And it was, he was just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. Um, and they end up seeing, like, a little ba- a fight 
fight scene between Hela and Thor. They're kind of going toe-to-toe. It seems like Thor is, is kind of getting the upper hand for the most part until uh, a little bit. Until she stabs him. And yeah. then she ends up pulling out a, a sword from nowhere. Again, that's her power. And slicing <laughs> his eye. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I brought this up when we were watching. Unbelievable accuracy. Didn't slash his face. Didn't slash his eyebrow. Yeah. Just gashed his eye. Yeah, I think it would have been cool though to get like a if he a got like scar. a scar right here, yeah. like even like cut through his hair, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that would have been dope. That would have been really cool. I mean, he does have like the sides like hair misplacements from where Stanley gave him the haircut. You can see like yeah. in the scene of the battle with the Hulk, he's got some chunks missing right there. So that looks cool. But I agree, a nice yeah. scar would have been dope. Yeah. Because uh, we don't even see. There's no scar. No. There's like nothing. she perfect accuracy like literally just skimmed the eye (laughs) just enough to make him completely blind yeah um so she obviously kind of takes him up to the like the the what the fuck do you call the balcony yeah um and just kind of looks and shows him like what's happening the undead armies uh you know fighting the civilians fenders on the other side and she's like, what are you going to do to stop this? And then, before the big thing happens, uh, I believe, right? We see Bruce jump. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So, okay, I just want to make sure my notes were definitely the right vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see uh, Bruce gets out from the pilot seat and looks at Valkyrie. And he's like, you know, you've wanted to know who I am? Well, I'll show you. And then he jumps yeah. out of the ship to stop Fenrir and just smack right on the bifrost just like uh l which is funny like that's that's really that was super funny yeah and then like fender just kind of like paws him off sniffs him yeah he's like hits him with his nose yeah see if he's alive and then he like kind of steps over him and then bruce then turns into the hulk and fender like turns around and hulk's got like the Got his tail Hail in his him. hands. Yeah. And he whips him sort of like off the bridge. Um, and so they're starting, to, they're starting to fight. And then Korg and Meek and everyone from the revolution, they show up. Yeah. Per Loki. He shows up from the clouds and the fog. And he's like, good news, Asgard. Your savior is here. Yeah. And he looks so good. Oh, this man. This is third costume, by the way. Third costume. Yeah. And he looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your what was your favorite one of those three? Honestly, I think I think the original in the play, and his mm. like loungewear, because it was very dapper still, but it, it seemed a little bit more lax versus like sort of like the tight leather. Although I love his helmet, so it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, I actually do like the Sakar one. Sakar was reason why? Because the cape had like it looked like racing stripes at the end of it. Yeah, that is true. Which was cool. Yeah. I don't know. Really I cool. thought that was a cool thing. Absolutely. But yeah, the final one was obviously it, his helmet just completes. Yeah. Which is so weird. Like he gets a helmet. This, yeah. He gets a helmet, but Thor doesn't get one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and also, and also, if you see the helmet by itself, you wouldn't think it would look cool. No. But somehow not, not it looks unbelievable. On it him. looks great on him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as as we said, Hella's kind of got uh, Thor on this balcony and and thor ends up having another vision of odin and he ends up 
being able to talk to Odin. He was like, I, I can't do anything without my hammer. She's too strong. And Odin was like, what are you? The god of hammers? Yeah. <laughs> this kind of gives him a pep talk to fight Hela. And uh, Thor was like, I'll never be as strong as you. And Odin kind of turns around and he goes, you're right. You're stronger. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Thor kind of comes to and he like goes like Super Saiyan. And just hits her with the biggest lightning bolt that the Nine Realms have ever seen. Yeah. And then he drops out of the Bifrost and starts shredding through the ghouls. One of the greatest MCU scenes. Just that one part where he's flying down and the, the dead soldiers are climbing over trying to, to get him. It was unbelievable. I had, that, I had that as a wallpaper at one point. Yep. It was one of my favorite wallpapers. Oh, I, that was... I mean, it was a phenomenal scene. Super well yeah. done. And we referenced mm -hmm. that earlier in the podcast when we talked about imagine if the rest of the movie was serious. Yeah. I just feel like yeah. that scene would have been even cooler. It, but, yeah, and the music, beautiful. Yeah. Too. Perfect fit. Um, and then we end up seeing like everyone getting onto the ship that uh, Korg brought. And we see Scourge in a, in a uh, 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 disguise getting mm -hmm. onto the ship. But... Hela realizes this and uses a massive, creates a massive spear thing, I don't know, and kind of hooks onto the ship, and then her yeah. undead army starts climbing up and getting into it, and Scourge, for some reason, out of all of his things, all of his stuff, he brings Dez and Troy, yeah. and they're getting into the ship, and the, there's guards on the ship, but they last all of four seconds. And Scourge ends up taking off his his uh, disguise and starts just, I, I don't want to say dumping mags, because it's not plural. He's just got a really, 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 really big mag. <laughs> it's like, I was talking about, talking about this in our uh, Secret Invasion, in our the last episode four, I was talking about like it wasn't, uh, I'm a tactical guy. Mm -hmm. And I think Clay is too, in a way. Absolutely. The, those four guards climbing up on the ship, and him shooting, that bag's gone. Minimum, yeah. He, realistically, that would have been like four mags each, maybe, yeah. maybe even more. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> stop shooting for no like three minutes straight. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dual wielding, by the way, that's got to be unbelievably difficult. I've, yeah. I've shot a yeah. fully auto weapon before, and it it throws you back. Yeah. And this dude's shooting him at the hip. Like, yeah. That is tippable. Mm -hmm. um, well, they're he's Asgardian, so they're a little stronger. I would assume, yeah. I would assume, and yeah, I mean, Carl Urban is stronger than me. I can say without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, that's true. But he's well, real life. He probably he couldn't shoot two M16s at once. I I would not be, accurately. I would be shocked least. if there is a human being here on Earth <laughs> that could hold two fully automatic weapons at their hip and shoot forward. Yeah. Just in general, your yeah. wrists are gonna get might break. I don't think you're walking forward. <laughs> you're you, they're gonna end up going up and might end up hurting yourself in the process. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I mean. Like there's no way. There's no way. Uh, but Scourge ends up kind of uh, defending the people of Asgard out of the goodness of his heart. He realizes that he made a mistake siding with her, mm -hmm. and it seems like he's just always picking the winning side, which yeah. seems a lot like Loki. Kind of an L character. Really, I liked him. I did too, but just that is just frustrating. Yeah, 
Like he's always little. He's he literally, oh. He's literally like Loki in a way. Yeah, just without the god of mischief part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just trying to find a way to survive, um, which is fair. Yeah, but then um, we see like Loki, Valkyrie, and Thor. They're all on the bridge, and they're like, "What are we gonna do? We can't stop her." And Thor was like, "Yeah, but I have an idea, Loki." Surtur, the the eternal flame like we gotta we gotta yeah. do this and loki was like "Ooh, bold brother even yeah. for me and i love i i love their little dial especially when they're getting along it is really great yeah. yeah um and then so loki gets in a ship goes over to the weapons vault puts searcher's crown into the eternal flame to start ragnarok really mm-hmm. um you know the movie title crazy (laughs) they said it literally like the first 15 seconds of the film too yeah it was awesome it was cool yeah Yeah. um i every time i watch a movie and they say the title i'm always like oh they said it they said (laughs) it yeah i yeah i was pretty ecstatic i got to see i got to say that really early on in the movie yeah yeah um but then yeah so loki puts uh searcher's crown in the eternal flame and you kind of see searcher start to grow Mm -hmm. and then uh valkyrie and thor are start fighting Hela and kind of they realize that they can't defeat her but they can slow her down to where the ship can get away and that's the most important thing is they want to make sure the people of Asgard are okay and also Loki has time to yeah get searcher uh, into the flame get searcher into the flame yeah yeah um and also Scourge was like Hela and he like points his guns at him or no has the axe with him I believe yeah and yeah. she just throws a sword at him. Just dies. Yeah. Bad move. That's a bad move. It's the goddess of death. Just, like, he literally just could have killed the soldiers and said, okay. I'm good. I did my piece. I did my I'm part. Good. I'm yeah. outie again. Uh, agreed. Or just snuck up on her or thrown the axe at her or, I don't know, yeah, a million other things. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like, nah, this is my death wish. Yeah. Uh, but I guess he did die for the people of Asgard, which that's how you get or to Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as they don't look into, like, you know, how he got there and how he was on the bad side for a while, I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's good. <laughs> um, but Searcher kind of, you know, grows, and Hela was like, what are, you, what are you doing? You know you can't stop me. And Thor was like, I know, but he, he can. can. Yeah. And then you see Searcher grow and blast through the bursting out of the castle yeah the castle i guess we could call it and you actually see it here on screen he's huge huge and looks great looks so good so tough and uh hella is kind of distraught they're like oh my god how why would you even do this and uh she ends up like kind of jumping like uh, like she ends up like creating some blades and jumps onto them yeah. and searcher just like pulls up with his like sword smashes it down yeah um presumably killing her we think at the time mm-hmm. and then we see the hulk just jump yeah. over and try to like start smashing him uh and thor's like no stop yeah and so he like searcher kind of like tosses him like licks him off yeah like a fly yeah and then thor was like you know don't smash him like he's necessary thor was like no big thing 
does a little yeah. smash, whatever. So he kind of gets like a running start, swoops, snags up Valkyrie and Thor, and just launches Full off the vertical. Fully vertical. Off wow. the Bifrost, lands perfectly, perfectly onto the ship. I mean, yeah. dime piece. Yeah. Onto the ship. And then we see Hela uh, start, like, coming out from the waters beneath, starts throwing these massive spears at him. But yeah. I, I don't know what they're made out of. I would assume metal, because we see them, like, throw sparks. But yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He is literally lava. So that would just melt. It should be him. melting, yeah. Yeah, which that's, it, they that's do, what I was thinking. They do kind of start glowing when they're in him, so it looks like they yeah. are starting to melt. Yeah. But it's not affecting him by any means. Mm -mm. Not and at all. he was like, finally, Asgard, your destruction. And he's just destroying Asgard, yeah. which in return is destroying Hela because that's where her power yeah. comes from. Asgard, I am your doom. <laughs> which is just so cool, dude. Yeah. He's such a stud. Yeah. Especially when he's like this. In the beginning of the mm -hmm. movie, he kind of looks like a little beta. Yeah, he does. Um, and they're all on the ship, and everyone's, you know, they kind of start bowing to, uh, to Thor. Because, I mean, he's the rightful heir to the throne. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he looks around and he's like, well, where do you guys want to go? No one really says anything. And then he's like, Meek, where are you from? When Cork yeah. is holding Meek and he's like, oh, Meek's oh, dead. Meek's dead. <laughs> I, I actually stepped on him uh, back at the fight. And I just felt so guilty. I've just been carrying him around. That's <laughs> so yeah. fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. And then Meek wakes up and he's like, oh, Meek, you're alive. What'd you, what, what was the question, bro? <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Um, but then Thor's like, all right, Earth it is. Earth it is. Which obviously pays homage to what Odin said in the beginning, you know, remember home. this place, home. Yeah. Um, and then the end credit scene, we see uh, Loki and Thor talking about going back to Earth. And mm. Loki was like, are you sure it's a good idea that we go back to Earth? And Thor was like, yeah. People of Earth love me. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And then he was like, let me rephrase this. Do you think it's a smart idea for me to go back to Earth? And Thor was like, ah, not really. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. But, and then they see a massive shadow be cast upon them. And it is fine. Thanos I'll do it myself. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Which is a real shame because we were talking about this when we were watching this movie is that these guys just dealt with the goddess of death. And the destruction of Asgard and Surtur and yeah. Scourge, even for that matter. And then I don't know how much time goes on. Not a lot, obviously. They're Not still a lot. on the ship. I mean, Thor changes his costume to the Infinity War costume, but that's it. That's it. That's it. That could have been done yeah. in fifteen minutes. Yeah. And nothing got to do with Thanos, <laughs> dude. Which Not obviously one is the single opening ounce of, of rest. War. Yeah, yeah. None. Those people are exhausted. Exhausted. And then there's a final end credit scene where we see the Grandmaster being mm -hmm. ravaged by the people that were attacking Thor. And he was like, all right, guys, you know, round of applause for everybody involved. Like, you know, everyone did their part kind of thing. And, you know, uh, something along the lines of, uh, you know, this wouldn't have been able to happen if there wasn't somebody to overthrow, right? So yeah. everyone did a good job. It was a tie. Yeah. <laughs> and then... That's the that's the movie. Yeah, bro. I thought that and that Grandmaster scene ended way differently. I thought like they were attacking him. I thought so too. 
I totally, I don't even, yeah, Mandela I think I, men. yeah, it'll do it to you. Yeah. But yeah, that's the film. I got a Great topic film. question for you. Yeah, hit me with it. Do you think Hella was a wasted character or was she used properly in this film? Um, well, I, th- I want to say she was used properly because, um, if she was in any of the Thor movies or alive, even that would have just, I think she's one of the top three or maybe even the strongest villain that we've seen. I think she smacks Thanos. Um, so I think she was used properly. Okay. Because if she didn't die, I think she would have been a real problem. I would agree with that. I, I, yeah. I'm right there with you, though. I think she was used properly in this film. Um, she got a lot of screen time. We got to see a lot of her abilities. We got to see what she was about. Yeah. The only thing I gripe, which we've already had this discussion, but I think it would have been really cool to see a flashback of her pillaging with Odin. But outside of that, I agree. I just wanted, I just wanted to see one... One little scene of Odin, a young Odin yeah. fighting. That'd have been cool. I think that would have been cool. A little de-aging of Anthony Hopkins, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we see it with Nick Fury, it's great, so I'd imagine yeah. it'd be great with him as well. You think she's able to fight, beat Thanos? No. Without Infinity Stones? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. Well, mm. and w- with your theory there, does that mean that Surtur could beat Thanos? Because if you think Hela can beat Thanos, she couldn't beat Surtur. Oh, yeah. What the internal flame? Probably. But that's his prophecy. That is his prophecy. Like, he doesn't survive after that. Like, that's it. Correct. That's, yeah, that's where he dies. Yeah. So if he survives, then he would have been a huge problem. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, don't, I don't think Hela runs runs yeah. it with Thanos personally. It would have been a cool fight to see, though. It would have been so sick. Yeah. Uh, that would be really cool if Marvel created, like, some sort of, like, generator-type thing where you could have, like, you could set up battles and how they would play out. Where you could do, like... like a what if. They yeah, did, like, like, what if, but, like, a verse like a verse show. Yeah, absolutely. Or not even, like, a show, but just, like, a like an app that you could download. And just be, yeah, like... that'd be cool. A Hela versus Thanos, or ten Iron Mans versus five Doctor Stranges or something, you know what I mean? And just kind of be able yeah. to adjust it. Um, I think would have All been right. really cool. Yeah. Um, next up, we got some Marvel news. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing, it has been confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch, a.k.a. Benadryl Cabbage Patch, a.k.a. Doctor Strange, will return for another MCU film set to film next year. Although... Mm-hmm. We'll get to it in a moment. Uh, I'm not sure that that is going to hold up anymore. Yeah. Um, and as you guys, or actually, you guys are going to hear this first before the Secret Invasion, but a recent report indicates that Rhodey will not be suiting up as War Machine in Secret Invasion. Huge yikes. Yeah. You get to see our initial reactions to that in the Secret Invasion episode, but massive waste. Uh, Absolute waste of a character. Agreed. That is. Shady. I said this before in the episodes literally could have been a perfect finale battle scene absolutely character i agree um yeah very it annoyed by definitely that. sucks yeah um next thing on the on the docket jennifer gardner will return as electra in deadpool 3 oh 
Really dope. And I loved her and uh, and Daredevil. Yeah, so, I hope Ben Affleck returns too. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I haven't heard I haven't heard anything about that, but yeah. that would be cool. Um, I really liked that movie when I was younger too. Same, same. I didn't realize that that was a Marvel film for the longest time. I was just like, this is yeah, a dope ass know. movie. Yeah, I didn't know um, either. But I love her. And she portrayed that the, the character really well, and I'm sure she's gonna be able to do it again. Yeah. So she, it, it looks like she hasn't aged a day. So. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, EA has officially announced they have a Black Panther video game coming out. It's a story story mode type game. Uh, I don't know. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, Marvel has tried to execute two video games. One was executed really really well. The other mm. one I personally really liked, but it is not a fan favorite. Not a fan favorite. So, Just the gameplay is a little iffy. It is fun. Yeah. But it, it gets repetitive. I will definitely admit to that. I don't um, But Guardians of the, the Galaxy campaign. is unbelievable. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how EA does. And um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see on now that Chadwick has obviously been passed. I'm, I'm intrigued to see on how they're going to do the voice. Mm. Uh, because oh. as far as I'm aware, that is, that is Black Panther. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. when we played the Avengers movie and we got to meet all the characters, like Iron Man, Iron Man's voice is nothing like Robert Downey Jr. And it was a big yikes. I couldn't yeah, get, I couldn't was. get past it. Yeah. Um, there have been a lot of leaks and a lot of, uh, release stuff for D- Deadpool three. Um, one of them being that Wolverine is in a comic book accurate suit. Which mm-hmm. is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Super excited about that. There's also a rumor, too, that his sleeves will be off as well. Correct. Which would be super cool to see. I agree. I'm excited for this film. Super excited for everything about it. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to see what, what they do. Yeah. Um, it's also been confirmed Shang-Chi 2 is set to release after Avengers Kang Dynasty. Once mm-hmm. again... I think a lot of things are going to be getting pushed back because of uh, what we're going to say in just a moment. Uh, but before we get to that, I just wanted to type that, or type, I just wanted to say as well, James Gunn revealed that he actually wrote a short movie about how Rocket and Groot met, which is something that you and I have uh, expressed and talked about. So I would love to see it. I don't think we're ever going to be able to see it. See it. Yeah. But he does go into and explain the entire film and how they met on Twitter. So if you just go to at James Gunn, two ends, um, you can actually read from the person who would write the film, or who did, who did write the film, uh, yeah. explain the entire thing on Twitter. I'm not going to summarize it for you because I know I'm not going to do it justice. Yeah. But I read it. I think it would be so cool so to cool. watch. A little 45, little hour-long yeah. Like a um, movie, short movie. If they did like a like the Guardians Galaxy uh, holiday special, exactly, something like that. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Damn shame that he's not on Marvel's side anymore. Yeah. I am intimidated to see what DC does. That's for sure. I want DC to be good though. Me too. Me too. Because it'll help Marvel. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and last but certainly not least, um. There is officially, as of, I believe, yesterday it started, there is an actor strike, which is uh, affecting a lot of movies currently being filmed, including Deadpool 3, actually. Mm. That has uh, ceased filming and will resume once the strike is done. Uh, The writer's strike is still going on as well. 
now there's an actor strike. It seems like they're kind of teaming up because uh, there have been a lot of uh, production companies saying that, pretty much stating that they can wait out the writer strike and that they're they're going to yeah. end up getting evicted from their houses and they're yeah. they're going to have to come back to work. So we're just going to wait them out. But which I, is really cool, I think. Absolutely. I mean, the amount um, of support that the writers' strike has gotten is absolutely a necessity, and, and it's worth it, and it's needed. Yeah, and it was um, unexpected, but needed for the actors to go on strike as well. Absolutely. Because if they didn't, this would probably go on for months again. Yeah. I think this um, is the push that the studios are going to need. Uh, because yeah. at this point, they have, they, I'm sure they have deadlines that they have to, that they have to meet. And with yeah. these actors just being like, nah, I'm calling out. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not coming into work kind of thing. I, they're going to have to do something. But it, it also, it affects um, the actors, too, because they can't improvise. In Deadpool 3, Ron yeah. Reynolds, yeah. that's like, that's his thing. That's his whole thing. Agreed. So I would be very annoyed if I was in that position, not being able to say or think what would be funny or think would be a good thing to say in that certain scene. Yeah, just yeah. to improve on it. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, the first two Deadpools were chef kisses. I mean, phenomenal films. They were great. Yeah. They were funny. They were action-packed. They had a great storyline. Um, and to what you were saying, uh, yeah, because the writer strike that Ryan Reynolds was not able to uh, improvise at all, they had to go straight off the script that was written. Yeah. Um. And I saw someone on Twitter say that once all of this is squashed and everything's good and the dust settles and the filming restarts, uh, they were hoping that in the movie, uh, Deadpool kind of makes like some sort of snarky remark about the strike. And that would be so good. It would be really hard to kind of get that past the people, like the, the the people who have to say yes to the movie being released. Yeah. But damn, that is right up Deadpool's alley. That yeah, that would be, that would so, be funny. so funny. Yeah, that would be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that would be oh, that would be so good. I hope they I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but that is all we've got for you guys today. Yeah. Uh, Gonzo, you got anything else you want to tell me before uh, we decide to get on out? Uh, no, nothing much. All I right. hope you guys had a you guys are having a great Friday. Or whenever you guys watch this, yeah. uh, Monday. Yeah. Great um, start to your week or great ending to the week. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate – we appreciate all the support through our TikTok – our socials, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, both really, working really hard to get all as much content as we can to you guys. Yeah. And uh, we'll keep going. Absolutely. Thank you guys so mm-hmm. much for the support. Like Gonzo just said, we're definitely – we feel the love. We uh, – I mean, we literally text each other, like, every night right around bedtime, and we're like, dude, oh, yeah. my God, like, someone commented on our video, or, oh, dude, look yeah. at this. Like, I don't know. It, it definitely brings brings me, and I'm sure it brings Gonzo a lot of joy being able to do this for you guys. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, also to do it with you, man. I mean, this is a lot of yeah. fun. So 100%. Uh, you know, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share it with grandma, share it with your children, share it with whoever. <laughs> share it with your boss. Share it with your great Share with your great, 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 great grandfather if Absolutely. you want. Absolutely, yeah. Send him an audiobook of it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, guys, this has been The Watchers. Peace. Peace. And butt grease.